So, we usually don't do like a variety pack type deal on the podcast, but we're improvising. We're doing it live. And this is from the Sierra Nevada Brewing Company, which we've definitely done something from here before, right? We can check the stats. We'll check the spreadsheet later. There's a pale ale. Yeah, probably their pale ale. Oh, uh, the beer camp, Doofus. Oh. Right, right. Two-year beer camp uh, attendees. Right. So, um, we're just going to knock out a couple of them and see how we feel about them. Uh, so, everybody just crack them open, and then we just kind of... Me first. Okay. Actually, not me first, because I just brushed my teeth. Mm. Oh, oh, I'm so sorry. Earthquake. Thank you. So, David's got the Hop Hunter IBA. Yep. I, Marco Dupa, have the five hop experimental IPA. And Adam Obesius Rodriguez has the Torpedo Extra IPA. Um, we are going to have a good time tonight. This is the One Beer in Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Start with a downer. <laughs> should we or should no, we put end? it at the end? Let's end with it. <laughs> okay. Let's end with it. All right. You know what it is. Let's We're just gonna save it. All right. Let's start with the CrossFit. Start, start with, with the CrossFit. Let's do it. Sure. Yeah. Um, today oh. I started CrossFit. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. As uh, the new tradition of Dave trying things. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's pretty cool. We should. You should. We do should. Do a new thing every document week. Documented. Yeah. Just come back and do a new thing every week. Yeah, I mean, that'd be cool. Anyway. Uh, yeah, that's what I've been trying to do. Just new things. Yeah. So, I mean, CrossFit's one of them. Hopefully, uh, I want to pick it up norm- regularly and have a Flotty as my partner mm-hmm. to go to. Um, but, yeah, it was good. It's good. Yeah. Definitely definitely going to talk about it all the time now. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. of course. Uh, well, you have a you have a platform to do so. so. Yeah, exactly. This yeah. is the one wad in. Mm-hmm. Podcast. <laughs> Already using the terminology. Explain what a wad is. Wad is workout of the day. Mm. So today's wad was, um, what was it? It was a 400 foot sled push. It's just what it sounds like. Yeah. We had to do that. We did it in 100 foot intervals. So we had to go back and forth four times. And then it was, uh, it was a partner wad. So Lottie and I had to split it. And then um, we did 15 total overhead squats. Yeah. Then another 400 foot sled push. Then 14, uh, I think it was called a clean. Cleaning jerk? Clean, a strict clean is what it's called, I think. Clean snatch jerk and come? (laughs) (laughs) I love that technique. (laughs) (laughs) No, yeah, it wasn't bad. They gave me the little SpongeBob handle (laughs) with the bar with the teddy bears on it. So uh, I'm gonna work my way out from that, and then another 400 foot sled push, followed by 21 burpees with a six inch target, Ugh. which means you lay down, jump up. Yeah, I need to say I was dying by the end of it. Yeah, <clears throat> but it felt good, you know. It's like I was I was dead, and then I was reborn. Yeah, Marco. Yeah. Um, really no, but it was gave your life to CrossFit. 
I died on the CrossFit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a CrossFit you'll have to bear. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, it was fun. I mean, you haven't been, you know, you've been trying to get active. How was it, like, just jumping into it? Because, you know, CrossFit, like... I mean, its reputation is for being such a strenuous workout. Just jumping into the workout of the day, like how is that? I mean... Well, prior to the workout, um, I had been running because I was just a potato for a while, so I had to get in some sort of shape. Oh, okay, good. That's good. Yeah. And then before I looked up, Lottie told me what the wads were, what the wad was that we were going to be doing, so Uh I went on YouTube and looked up like what the techniques were. So it wasn't like I was going in blind. Uh I knew what to expect, and I was like, eh, okay. And then on top of that, um, the hotel I was staying in had a, a resistance machine that I was able to like finagle into like similar into the motion. So yeah. I kind of knew what to get, what I was getting into. Yeah. But it was cool. But you know, Carrie was there, a friend of ours, and she was the she was my I guess coach uh, for the day, and she you know she walked me through it, eased yeah. me into it, and made sure like I knew I wasn't gonna like hurt myself yeah. or anything. And yeah, it was. It was good. It was a good experience. The first, I tried CrossFit before at a, at a different um, gym that will go unnamed because they're, I, in my opinion, not as good. But mm-hmm. I, 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 you know, I made a mistake. I went alone first off, mm-hmm. and the guy that was doing the classes just really didn't care. He got a bunch of beginners, and he was like, all right, well, basically, I'm just going to make or break you right now. Right. And people that broke just never went back because <laughs> I, I broke. I was like, this is not fun yeah. this is not you know I didn't get a, I get a kick out of it he pretty much just made us run the whole time so yeah. I was like I could do that anytime yeah. so thanks uh, so yeah I never went back to that place and I guess uh, my I was apprehensive about it because I didn't want to go alone again yeah. so having someone there with you that actually knows what they're doing you know and sort of you know holding your hand so to speak uh, definitely made it better better yeah. experience for me the buddy system yeah it it you know CrossFit obviously gets that reputation for like you like you you know made reference to before people talking about it too much kind of representing uh, characters who you know you probably wouldn't want to hang out with blah 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 all that bullshit I don't think so the reputation I mean, of CrossFit from an outsider is like annoying yeah it's like right. super annoying yeah, it's, it's aggro annoying, come on bro push yourself yeah, yeah. and everybody everybody, <laughs> everybody I met at the gym was super nice well right. that's that's kind of where I was the going question, with that right? line of yeah it was I mean the the perception of it is not what it actually is right I mean you have some people that are like super serious about it and you know they, they kind of have that uh <clears throat> that stigma a little like they just it feel you're you're intimidated of them because they're so experienced and you're just going in there at zero you know yeah. and it's i can understand how it's hard to scale back from someone who's so experienced to go all right well where do i start with someone who knows nothing pretty yeah. much and um you know like like i said going in there with someone you know it, it helped that uh, the, one of the coaches was someone that i knew right so it was you know it levels to ease into it so yeah. you know Coach K helped me in, and then Lottie was with me while I was doing it. So it was, it was a lot. It was a much better experience than the first time because of that. Yeah, I uh, did. You go to the one in Oviedo? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that one's really that one's really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw the uh, the MMA match too. That yeah. was pretty cool. I wanted to step in there, but I didn't want to take my shoes off. Yeah, you got to <laughs> respect the 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 mat. Yeah, when we went up to the one in Waterford, like I was sort of like, 
I was hesitant to walk into the mats because I was like, my shoes are on because mm-hmm. I'm so used to, I was so used to like the Taekwondo thing. Like you don't right. step on the mats with shoes and then Lottie just waltzes on there. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, oh, okay. This isn't. <laughs> no respect for the mats. This isn't the same thing. So. Yeah. Anybody who's done martial arts, you go, is it, is it cool? Yeah. I remember <laughs> when, when I was doing Taekwondo, we went to another person's school and they made me walk back outside because when I walked in, I didn't bow. I wasn't even on the mats. They wow. made me walk out, go, when you walk into our dojo, you you bow. Yeah. And then you walk in. Turn and that like, shit around. Okay. Yes. I mean, that's and then what, I got my ass kicked. That's what I've always wanted from a, a martial arts place. The people who like actually gave a shit about you Tradition. Know, where they were. Yeah. Just like, yeah. You walk your ass back out. You come back in here. You show some goddamn respect. I like that. Bow to your sensei. That. Yeah. <laughs> so all in all, something you feel like... You want to continue because I mean those places are cropping up all over the place. Oh, so yeah. and when you travel, you'll be able to find one once you get once you oh, feel yeah. more comfortable. Yeah, with Lottie's it, tossed to... around the idea, and even a guy there that I was talking to, like I was like, yeah, you know, I'm gone Monday through Thursday, can only do this Friday, Saturday. He's like, well, if you travel, you know, you can like exploit those free weeks right. everywhere you oh, go. Oh yeah, and I'm like yeah. He's like yeah, I mean you can just go everywhere and just you know let them know you know you do CrossFit and you're just trying to get a better grip on it. So you want to do a yeah. free week here and there, and you know, I was like, yeah, that's not a bad idea. And now that you know, I got my toes wet, yeah. dip my feet in. It's definitely something I can see myself doing now instead of you know wasting time at on a treadmill or yeah. something. Because you need you need direction, you know. You can't just. Yeah. It's hard to just jump into the gym and say, all right, well, I'm gonna do this now. That's what CrossFit and any kind of like uh, detailed or organized workout can give you. It's just right. that easy, like, here, look, man, don't even worry about thinking. Just worry about doing. Right. You have a, a built-in workout partner and workout regiment every yeah. time you go in. So, yeah. yeah. I think it's do, do they, um, I guess, like, the the weight that you're pushing, is it, like, personal best? Or is it, like, they have a set where it's like, hey, you're a grown man. This is what you should be doing. Yeah, there's, like, a standard. So, like, because of I was, like, new, obviously, I wasn't doing the standard. Mm-hmm. They don't want me to, like, hurt, hurt myself. Yeah. Uh, but it was, like, guys, you 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 rack up 90 pounds you know? yeah. and then women think it was like a little less I think it was like 65 75 something like that yeah but yeah there's like a standard and that's where the wad's at that's your workout and of course you can always i guess if you feel like racking more you can yeah but i'm not sure you know day one mark shit hey i don't know <laughs> man i want you to be an expert on it right now next year maybe you'll uh, compete. I'll be in the CrossFit Games. Yeah, man. Real, be... real sports with Dave. For real. I want to be the best at exercising, Mark. Best that no one ever was. No, nah, I mean, I, I don't. I don't think my my view of the CrossFit Games will change. I think it's a little bit silly to be the best at exercising. Yeah, <laughs> that's just my personal view. I don't want to put it down. That's just my. Well, I, you gotta look at it as like a uh, a metric of physical fitness i think that's the way they look at it yeah they put it on they put a score on it yeah you know maybe i'll go for a high score or some shit but yeah i mean if you think about it in terms of like bodybuilding for instance like it's it's not the same thing but it's it's like you worked enough of each muscle section that it looked attractive enough to be judged Mm -hmm. against other people who worked out those same muscles but not as hard as you right and the CrossFit, I mean, it's just like, you know, I get on this bar and I could do these things faster than you. So, I mean, it's just, you know, it's peak physical fitness or whoever is at peak physical fitness. So, I mean, it makes sense. But still, it's like from an outsider perspective, you're looking at it like they're just doing exercises. Each set. Yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe when I get into it more, 
I'll understand the scoring. Yeah, of you just don't get it right now, bro. Just, yeah. just don't get it. Just don't get it. Get that wad up. It's a lifestyle. You get it later. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's awesome. That's good. I mean, you're 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 trying. You you know, you talked about trying to get active, trying to get back into it, trying to get back into you know, really you, good man. shape. So LASIK changed my life, bro. <laughs> you can see clear now. The brain is gone. You don't you don't <laughs> think about how much of a burden it is to have glasses and contacts yeah. when you do things. Yeah. When you're working out with glasses, that shit gets all sweaty and slippery and it sucks. It's annoying. You gotta take them off and then you can't see. Yeah. <laughs> and then what are you gonna do? It's really rough. Lift more weight when you can't see? Yeah. I need my eyes. No, sir. Gotta get the goggles. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Kareem Abdul Rodriguez. Oh. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Rodriguezberg. <laughs> well that's good. Uh happy. Want to see you do it more. Be really awesome. For you to actually be real sports with Dave, like you said. Yeah. Real sports. Yeah, exercise with Dave. Exercise with Dave. <laughs> uh, somebody who probably does a lot more than CrossFit, Conor McGregor, yeah. is back in the news again. Back at it again. Back at it again with the bullshit Facebook Damn, post. Conor. <laughs> back at it again with the retirement. So, a little bit of context. He announced, sort of, on Twitter that he's, a, he's retiring young. Now, I said this. When I first saw the, the Twitter post, that all he said was, I'm retiring young. He never right. said, like, now. Of course, I'm of retired. course. Yeah. So, semantics. So, he says that Dana White goes, All right, well, he didn't show up to Vegas to do the promotional stuff, so he's pulled from 200. Mm-hmm. Then he comes back, Connor, and says, I'm not retiring right now, dum dums. Like, I just don't want to do that shit. I'm right. just kidding. He came out with, like, a long thing. Yeah, so it was a really long Facebook post saying, You know, I didn't he feel feels, that. You didn't see I didn't that? Follow I, all I followed was he, he said that on Twitter. They made the correlation between him and watching that uh, the other his teammate die. Yeah. Oh, no, the other no, guy died in the ring. The, the Brazilian guy. dude died in the ring. Yeah. Not in the ring. After he, he suffered, died from suffered injuries from right. head trauma in the ring. Yeah. Very uh, rare. That yeah. happens in a, a mixed martial arts. So, okay. So then backstory for you or more context for you then um, and, and the listeners, obviously. So after that. He comes back with a very lengthy Facebook post saying that, you know, I I feel like I've made millions of dollars for UFC so far. I mean, every time I open my mouth, I'm a promotion. And I'm tired of flying all around these places. I can't train when I'm in New York, Dublin, Las Vegas, California. I, I can't train and I need to correct the things that I did wrong to win my next fight. And you're asking me to do all this stuff. Right. And I mean, he's you know, point. Uh, right. And yeah. so, on the one hand, okay. So, I guess the the question I pose is, you know, does he have a point or yes and no? I mean, because, because there's you're other guys me, who do the same yeah, thing. You're telling me that there's no way they're going to make accommodations for a guy like Conor McGregor. They to did. Train? They said they would. And now here's the here's the rub of that. Dana White said, okay, if that's the case, how about? We fly, we li- literally replicate your gym because he's in Iceland right now training. He said, how about we literally replicate your gym in Iceland in Vegas and you just do your uh, media obligations and then you have a gym here that is everything that you got there. We'll fly you in a private jet everywhere you want to go. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you have your gym, you got a private jet. So what's what's the complaint? And kind of like, it's it's. Not what I wanted. I that's only well, everything I wanted. <laughs> and it, and when you when you hear that part of the story, it kind of like you know, kind of you kind of start to feel like, well, yeah. what are you complaining there about? There was there was one piece of that long rebuttal that he had uh, that kind of struck me the wrong way, and he said that 
the moment I get paid to do promotions is when I will do them more often. Yeah. You know, because he was saying basically that that's the reason why he lost his fight, his last fight. Yeah. Was that he was too busy focused on doing the promotions. And I mean, maybe that's just a gut reaction from him. Just yeah. like, I got to do better. You know, that, that was the problem. He's just using that as sort of a, a scapegoat or excuse yeah. for why he lost. But I mean, if that's how he actually feels, I wouldn't call it a scapegoat. Yeah, but I mean, like, it is the, the thing that he's pointing to as the reason why he lost when it may have just been because he had to go up weight. I mean, that's the most obvious thing is that he never had to do that. And he had to do that. And he lost. I honestly think the reason that he lost is not his oh well, i mean it had to do with his conditioning obviously but it, he just underestimated Nate Diaz everybody yeah. did yeah. everybody looked at it like oh he's going to be he's going to break this guy's jaw and it's going to be over in a th- like 30 seconds yeah and he didn't know that Nate Diaz even though he's a douchebag and all this other stuff that you can call him the dude's got an iron chin yeah. and even more iron in his fist he's got that coconut head yeah so you know he's that's been getting beat since he was a kid right. <laughs> so that's the problem he underestimated his opponent so i don't really see how that plus uh, Think he's that great of a fighter. Who, Connor? Yeah, Aldo would have. You know, we had this conversation oh, before. Man. We had this conversation. I wish before. we could have seen that fight if yeah. it went on. But I know it didn't because that's what you're gonna say. Yeah, it would have been a completely different outcome. I mean, it, it, it might have been, but the reason he went down was because he caught that just magnificent uppercut. Just bap. What, what was the quote? Speed beats uh, something. Precision beats speed. That's yeah. the one. I mean, yeah. it, was, it was magnificent. So, on the one hand, I, I agree with you. It probably, if he didn't get caught like that, would have been a great fight. And it, he might have lost. Who knows? Mm-hmm. But, I mean, if, you can't say, like, you can't look at a Mike Tyson fight and say, well, if he didn't catch him with that left hook, who knows how it would have gone. Because he did catch right. him with that left right. hook. That's Mike Tyson's fight. Same thing with Conor. I mean, Conor never acted like he was some jujitsu master. It was in the, it was in the pause. So, <laughs> he, he popped him one and he thought he was going to do that to Nate and he was wrong. Yeah. But... He he's been fulfilling his obligations, his media obligations, his whole career. He's right. nineteen and three. Yeah. Nate does it all the time. Everybody does it. It's part of the game. It's part of the game. And maybe we don't know the full game to judge it on, you know, how much it takes away from how much he can train. Yeah, who's to say this whole thing isn't a big promotion? There mm, you go. There you go. That's that's uh wouldn't yeah. put it past them. Because I mean, this is promoting two hundred in and of itself. Right. Yeah. We're still talking about it. Over this guy not even being there right now, because yeah. he still pulled. They haven't updated whether or not they're going to put him back on the card, and right. I don't think they are. I mean, Dana's got to stick to his guns right. if he's, he's going to be respected. He said that he has obligations to other fighters at this point. Yeah, you know, like he can't go back and get Colin McGregor on that card and spite other people that have been vying for that since he's right. been out. You know, right. it's just not fair. So, I mean, maybe maybe it's a. a like a twofer basically because they can promote 200 and have this new like unknown coming into the fight and then yeah. also they're equally promoting if not even more the next McGregor fight yeah. at the same time I mean they already are they're like whoever wins out of uh, I think it was Edgar and um, Aldo he's gonna have to fight for the featherweight title or whatever mm-hmm. you know who else is gonna be at UFC 200 Bones no he's not is no? he he's at this no, he's, next he's, one yeah he's at the next one he's at this next one you want to guess? Ric Flair. Somebody. Well, you're you're in the right direction. The John Cena. <laughs> no. Uh, the Rock. No. Stone Cold. No. Vince McMahon. The guy who is actually in the UFC. Triple H. CM Punk. Dana White. Uh. <laughs> Dana White. CM Punk okay. is going to be fighting at 200. Hopefully, he's got to. 
really get healthy. But yeah, I mean that's what they're saying. The guy who <clears throat> retired two years ago from the WWE is finally gonna fight some guy who's only won two fights. That's, so. I was gonna say that's pretty oh, soon. I don't wonder. You think so? Two two hundred. You think I'm saying two hundred's coming up pretty soon. He's been training for a very long time. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, but I'm just saying for him to have this fight coming up, unless like they've had that coming for a long time. I just I, he was I supposed didn't hear that. to he was supposed to have been in a bunch of them before, like mm. 97. Did he get like injured or something? Yeah, he, he yeah. messed up like his shoulder or foot in, or something yeah. in training. training. Yeah, and so he was. So now he's finally gonna. Be, I mean, it's see that's why you can't train because you're gonna hurt yourself. Yeah, just don't train, man. Yeah. Just go promotion. in and yeah, just promote. Just promote. Promo, promo, promo. I mean that's what that's what Connor's good at. That's why a lot of people were saying if he if he is actually retired, he'll go to the WWE because that's what yeah. he's good at, running his mouth. And you know, people were saying that like if if he if all he cares about is the money. You think he'll fight with Sheamus? Yeah, that would probably be something <laughs> that they would do. Yeah. I'm I'm kinda surprised you even know who Sheamus is. <laughs> you know a lot of things, Mark. He's the Irish one, right? <laughs> um but yeah, I mean, if it's about the money, Connor would make way more with the WWE if he if he sets up his deal right, because they make their money off of their names. Nah, nah, brand. Nah. There's no he, dude, There's dude. no glory in the WWE. Whoa, All right, there's, relax. There's no glory in the WWE. <laughs> there's glory there. It's obviously not real fighting, and there's real glory yeah. in real fighting. You're telling me that? Are you? Do you think the WWE has has? Is better than UFC? In what, what terms? Of like respect. If you saw a wrestler, would you be like, oh my god, it's or like would you be more afraid to like piss off a wrestler or, or Conor McGregor? I think I'd put them on equal because a wrestler has got a lot of roid rage going. <laughs> so I probably wouldn't want to mess with one of these guys. The UFC fighters are not on drugs. Yeah, they're generally. not. So they're kinda like, you know It's debatable. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> Except for John Jones. Uh, I mean, I mean, okay. All like, those uh, performance-enhancing marijuana. <laughs> actually, like fight-wise, I mean, there's a couple of guys in WWE who would probably, you know, give it to you one time. But for the most part, yeah, I mean, they're a bunch of like flabby or beefy entertainers who just yeah. put on a show for performance it. art. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Like, I wouldn't give a wrestler the same credit as like an MMA fighter. Uh, okay, I mean, I, like as far as like fight skills. Right. And somebody you would be intimidated by, and somebody yes. who like, yeah, okay. Yeah. If you could meet Stone Cold Steve Austin, but or, you had to fight or, him, <laughs> I could take him now. <laughs> I can barely walk. Or, or Hoist Gracie, who would you meet? Oh wow, what a great question! Yeah, that's a great. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't even know. I don't. I don't know. It's real hard, isn't it? One guy. Both of them won't respect you. None. <laughs> so <laughs> they would give me none at all. I mean, you know, Stone Cold obviously have a lot, a lot more fun, and it yeah. would just—I I probably wouldn't know what to say to him. Just like, you're the best, <laughs> you redneck. I know, asshole. <laughs> uh, but but Gracie, man, I like what I could learn from him yeah. just like just by having a conversation with him. Yeah. <sighs> Living legend level. I don't know. I don't know. I'll let everybody ruminate on that for a while. I'd probably, you know what? To I'd be like honest to meet with the you, Rock. I'd have to say probably Stone Cold. Okay. The Rock. Just if we're being completely honest. The Rock, yeah, of course. Of course. What a have you met anybody that doesn't like Dwayne Johnson? Does anybody not like Dwayne Johnson? I don't know. I, I can't think of a person who's ever said The Rock? Ooh. Gross. I mean he, from all accounts he's the nicest person of all time. In the world. Inspirational. Inspirational. 
got, you know. It's huge. Oh, uh, I don't know. If, if you follow him on Instagram. No. He announced that they're remaking Jumanji, and he's in it. What? Yeah. <laughs> After the remake of Baywatch? Yes. First off. I'm not mad at that at all. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think that's the one thing I'm not mad at because of the way you presented it to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you start off with the rocks. Everybody loves them. Jumanji. Everybody loves Jumanji. All right. As long as it's not like San Andreas. Yeah. This segment's brought to you by Jumanji, <laughs> starring Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <clears throat> is I mean, it is it like a remake or is it a continuation? I mean, all he said on all he, he said on is does he play David Allen Greer? <laughs> <laughs> That would be better than him playing the Robin. I mean, that would be better. Honestly, that would be better. That would be so much better. Uh, Conor I mean, McGregor all, as the hunter. All he said on I'm on gonna casting this was, right now. Yeah. Conor right. McGregor as the hunter. So then, who's who's who, we got to cast Robin Williams' character, obviously. Yeah. Zach Galifianakis. Zach. That's not bad. I mean, he's not like role. a family-friendly guy. Well, it's, his, it's his breakthrough for that that genre. <laughs> family-friendly. Who said this is family friendly? I don't. Mm, you're right. This is Jumanji. Right? Rated R. All he said was that, like, it. Jesus Christ. All he said was like uh, that they have a script that he likes, mm. that he thinks is not gonna upset people, that he's not gonna fuck it up. Okay. So, I mean. I mean, again, he also made San Andreas. So. This is true. I mean, he doesn't for everything. All the things that are going for The Rock, the one thing that you can say against him is that he does not knock it out of the park with every movie. No. Like. Too I mean, he, wait, wait, he does. He does. I was, I was he, thinking okay, about right. <laughs> he does. In the roles, right. it's always like, man, that guy like can charm you out the building. Like, but, look at that smile. Right. But the films he chooses are not the greatest. Right. Doesn't have. He's you know he, he's not bad in a thousand. He needs to do a Seth Rogen movie. Yes. Because sure. I, I need to see Bad Rock. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think you're probably gonna get John Cena in that role. Faster, because yeah. he's already done Apatow movies. So yeah. John, John Cena as Bad Rock, as Bad Rock, yeah. Blackface. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> that movie that he's got with Kevin Rock looks pretty good too. So Kevin Rock. Tele- Kevin Rock. Yeah. Wait, what did I just say? Kevin Rock. Who's Kevin Rock? Kevin Rock. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's Kevin Hart and The Rock mashed uh, together. Central he's Intelligence. Like, he's like, Kevin Hart. Yeah, that's what it's called. Yeah. I like just he plays that awkward character. He's like, all right, cool. Oh, the Rock. Yeah, yeah. He, he, yeah. Oh, when cool. he's <laughs> I the way he it, it looks it. pretty good. It looks pretty good. Think so? Mm-hmm. That's two very endearing actors right. that you can't help but like when you see them on screen. Right. Yeah, but what's the last good Kevin Hart movie? Ride Along. I haven't seen Ride Along. Yeah, Did really? you see it? You yeah. thought it was pretty good. I saw it. You wouldn't watch it. I didn't see it. It's pretty funny. It didn't. It didn't do it for me like with the previews. Wait, so. you didn't see it though. I know. I'm saying it didn't do it for uh, me with the previews. The pre- the, yeah, they didn't. They didn't. I wasn't attracted. Ticklish fancy. Yeah, mm. could be good. What I was mean. the last Kevin Hart movie you saw then? That's the better question. Have you ever seen a Kevin Hart movie? Mm, even better question. I want to say yes. Are you? <coughs> I don't think he has. <laughs> I think he's seen his stand up and then trailers. Let's let's name them for the audience. How many that? I'm we've just seen? kidding. That's a terrible idea because that's a very boring radio. <laughs> I, well. I, I don't even know his filmography to be honest with you. Right along, right along too. <laughs> That's it. Uh, I don't know. Why, and then, and then a bunch of. Uh, to? Why did I get married too? And then, and, and then uh, a bunch Boogaloo. of um, uh, stand-up movies. You know, he does the stand-up yeah, movies. Stand-up doesn't count though. Oh, he also does stand-up. <laughs> yeah. Right. Wait, he's a comedian. Uh, yeah. Think like a man. 
Yeah, that's that right. was the one that he. That was the breakout one. That was the one everybody's like, oh, that little, that little dude's funny. <laughs> anyway, that's I don't know. Probably need to see more. I guess, or maybe not. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> it, uh, that's that's my only thing. I'm not saying that I dislike him in movies, like on experience, but I'm just saying the movies that I've seen him in have never gotten good reviews. Have just not really look very good from the previews. I mean, they're not for me. Cr- critically acclaimed. Yeah. Or anything like that. He's not winning Oscars off of his movies. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Oh, that reminds me. The trailer you posted with uh, the David Spade movie, that the new Netflix <laughs> movie. Yeah. Did you did you watch the trailer? I didn't get to watch it, no. It actually doesn't look like a horrible movie. It looks like, I'd say, like 40% on Rotten Tomatoes. If they so gave an it. improvement. Like, yeah, I mean, fucking... Uh, uh, he got in shape for it. The Ridiculous kind of. 8. That's what it's called, Ridiculous right? Ridiculous 6. Hateful 8. Ridiculous 6, I think. Mm-hmm. Ridiculous right? 7? Mm. It's 6? Six. 6. You sure? Yep. Okay. Um, that movie has like a 7% on Rotten Tomatoes. So this movie doesn't look that bad. Mm-hmm. I mean... David Spade in a starring role, which I don't know. It's pretty divisive how people feel about that. That doesn't happen in a while. Yeah, but in any case, is that? I mean, why'd you post it? Did you it think was it was like trash. really bad? Because it was trailer trash. Well, do you think it's really bad though? Do you think it looks really bad? It looks very okay. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But it's not going to be a good movie. No, of course still not. Still going to watch it, <laughs> right? Exactly. Wait, did anybody watch the ridiculous things? I did. Did you watch it? I didn't. No. I didn't watch it. I think I think I got like the first fifteen. How do you guys talk shit about movies and then not watch? Them? I actually never talk shit about Ridiculous Six. What? what? I said it had a seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Well, I didn't the say that. Look I up the episode. It. You Review. spliced that that clip right, <laughs> right here. Right of, here. Of what did I say? Whatever you said. I don't know, man. Let's pause let's for it. Let's let, let, let's listen. Man, oh. that was crazy, Marco. <laughs> you talk a lot of shit. <laughs> I talk shit about Pixels because we saw it. We did watch that one. Yeah. I mean, I'll watch Ridiculous 6. We'll table that. I'm not watching that again. <laughs> I'll, I'll do it on my own. <laughs> yeah. Go. There's a lot of good stuff on Netflix. Maybe I won't watch it. I don't know. Yeah. No, you'll watch it. All right, I'll watch it. <laughs> you'll watch it and you'll like it. <laughs> yeah, you're right. To be objective about these things. Yeah. You gotta... That's why I watch a bunch of uh, Tyler Perry movies. Or I did. I don't watch them anymore because no. I've seen enough to know like I can't watch it. can't movies. get good. Yeah. But I've seen enough. I've seen a bunch of them. I'm not going to rattle off how many. It's kind of... I don't want to know. But I've seen enough to know that I'm not into that shit. So you're right. I'll watch it. Okay. Anyway, I think we can move right along from that. Ride along. Uh, 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 Yeah, way to go casting Jumanji. Anyway. Thanks. Uh, You guys want to do this and then... We still got one more to talk about. I know, but... Okay. 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 I guess we're just gonna review each one. How we feel about it? Yeah, let's let's do it that way. I Everybody guess. just gets their own individual review. I mean, you time. just killed that one, so like it's, we don't really have an option now. It was mostly spit. You're good. Mm-hmm. Um, mine is the Torpedo Extra IPA. Uh-huh. People's reference. Um, it's pretty pretty strong. It yeah. has it has a very bitter hoppy flavor. So if you don't like IPAs or you're kind of afraid of that hoppy flavor, stay away. You yeah. also won't like. Any of these other beers? That True, they're they're all <laughs> yeah. they're all pretty bitter to be honest with you. But this one in particular, the extra IPA. I mean, if it doesn't tell you right Once there, I start brewing uh-huh. and I make my own IPA. Mm-hmm. Kind of name it after Marco because he's so bitter. It's gonna be very bitter. <laughs> mm. Mm. It's good. All the IBUs. 
Actually, yeah, let's Ooh. let's let's get the IBUs on here. Mm -hmm. uh, Sixty-five IBU for the torpedo. What's your IBU it should uh, be in the front. Where? Nah, his don't have. Mine's right underneath. Yeah, mine doesn't yeah. have it. Oh. Yeah, he ain't got that. Okay, never mind. Well, anyway, mine's sixty-five IBUs. Mine's sixty. Mine's an experimental IPA, but it does actually also say ale on the side. So does mine. Maybe it's like oh, do they all Indian pale ale? Or yeah, it's no? it's a pale ale. So I'm gonna cut that out when actually <laughs> cut that out when we do that. Okay. Um, this this would be the antith antithesis of that one. Okay. This is way easier to drink. I, I would consider this not as hoppy. I don't know why it's an experimental IPA. Maybe that's um, why. But yeah, I mean, I, that's what I'm saying. I think that's probably it. Because it tastes really good, and uh, it's not that bitter. Hmm. Try it. Yeah, it's not very hoppy. Right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's pretty it's good. Bad. I like it. I like the five hops. Go ahead. Uh, four and a half. You didn't give yours. Uh, I would give this a four. Hmm. Yeah, mine's pretty uh pretty standard IPA. I think it's better than their Torpedo. Torpedo. Sorry. Torpedo. Um, I'm gonna go. <sighs> yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go with the four. I know I said it's better, but you know. Maybe like four point zero one. Oh yeah, like a four point zero one one two six zero eight. Five. Got it. Repeating. Mm -hmm. All right. Cool. Cool. And to uh, cap this baby off, we would like um, to talk about the untimely passing of the man, the myth, the legend, the purple one, Prince Rogers. Rest in power, sir. Uh, so I want to ask you guys, not like the first time you heard Prince, but like what what... What song or, or what moment or what how how does how does hearing a Prince song how much do you listen to Prince? Like how much does it really get into you? Tell me about just just your experience with the man. I mean, I remember Prince before I knew who he was when I was probably I mean, it's some of my earliest memories. Mm -hmm. Like growing up, hmm. early nineties, just hearing Prince in the background along with the Michael Jackson hits, mm -hmm. you know, like mm -hmm. those those two kind of meld in my yeah. mind together um but yeah i mean some of my earliest memories are of prince i i mean i have tons of memories of seeing the original batman for the first time yeah or the tim burton batman i should say um and obviously that soundtrack is all prince yeah um but yeah for a while i mean like i i didn't know how to digest prince like seeing him and being all androgynous and stuff like yeah. that's the first person i saw like that before i saw ziggy stardust right. i was like who is this guy he's so weird or girl <laughs> Yeah, like I don't, <laughs> right. I don't, I don't understand right. what, what's going on here. Yeah. But he was so cool at the same time. It, like yeah. it made that okay, you know. Like he's the only, he's the truly original artist. Yeah. You know, from look and sound and everything. And then I discovered that he could play the guitar, and yeah. I was like, well, I mean, you can kind of do everything then. Yeah. So uh, as I've grown older, I've grown even more respectful of who he was as an artist and as a musician, as a, a revolutionary character. Uh, and obviously, you know, he, he came back into our lives again through um, the stories on uh, Chappelle's show. Yeah. Mm. You know, as like a, a caricature, obviously, but that just shows that we're assuming all these stories are true. He's just that. I, they are true. <laughs> he verified them. Right. I mean, they're just <laughs> <laughs> that, that sort of <clears throat> unique, strange, interesting person that we don't normally see in the music industry. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, like it's a there's a definitely a vacuum in the space that he left because there's really 
been nobody like him, and I don't think there ever will be. Right. Uh, I say the same about David Bowie. It's, it's sort of that similar feeling of loss. Yeah. Uh, that we don't know if we're ever going to see anything like that again. Yeah. So yeah. I, I agree with Adam saying, um, like as a kid, I remember hearing him in the background and not really knowing who the hell it was. Mm-hmm. I remember the day, not the day, or, or around the same time that he changed his name. Just oh, simple. Simple. Just, yeah, and just like who. <laughs> Like just thinking, like who's this guy? I think he is. Like right. I'm just a kid thinking, like who's this guy? I think he is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, like I didn't, I didn't realize like how influential he was. Yeah. You know, until he passed, and I'm looking at Snapchat stories of Prince and how, how, how large of a community is coming together to remember this guy. And it's like yeah. nobody that has passed before has been commemorated like this. Yeah, that's for sure. People are ce- literally celebrating his life in the streets. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. I mean, with with Michael Jackson, for instance, he he had gotten to a point where there was a lot of people who were like, you know, you know, no offense, but a lot of people are like, good riddance. Yeah. You know, he had done enough in his life, whether you believe what he'd done or not, to warrant a lot of mixed feelings. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously, there was more uh, more of an outpouring of love than there was the hate, but there definitely right. was that hate there. But to your point, yeah, I mean, it's just been full-on just people celebrating his life yeah prince is like one of the few idols that has just not done anything uh, uh appalling in his <laughs> yeah. entire career yeah. yeah he's just been the fucking coolest dude 57 years old just for 57 years the coolest motherfucker on the planet <laughs> yeah i would yeah. say that um still still don't i haven't read anything on the specifics of his his passing yeah just that he had the flu yeah. one week and they had to yeah. like he, he had to divert a flight mm-hmm. to land to get rushed to the hospital and then he was fine the next day uh, quote unquote and mm-hmm. then you know this this happened right yeah. oh, nowhere. I, I would just say for people to don't don't be ashamed to listen to his catalog now don't let people shame you into listening to these artists after they die because you're gonna you're going to cheat yourself out of beautiful things when you let somebody tell you oh you're not a David Bowie fan you just want to listen to his music now he's dead who cares when and how you discover somebody if you're a legitimate fan of that person I don't care if you discover them 20 years after they death or or a day after they died Mm -hmm. if you listen to the music and you feel it and you appreciate it then just let that be what it is. I'm so sick of seeing that shit online of people shaming other people. You're not a real fan. Obviously, there are those posts where it's like, oh, rest in peace, parents. And like, you know, you see people doing dumb shit and they're trying to bank off of that, trying to get well, attention well, when, off of when that. When fucking Cheerios puts out a thing with a little Cheerio on like rest in peace. Right. Like, oh, get the fuck right. out of it's here. It's bad. It's bad. I definitely see that and I see like Cheerios. Brands, yeah. yeah, brands jump on. Every, fucking they, disgusting. What does Cheerios have to do with Prince? Did Nothing. they work together? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. Now, there was a good one uh, by Chevy, obviously, Little Red Little Corvette. Corvette. Right. So they had a, a Little Red Corvette at the very bottom, and it, it said, it had a quote from the song Little Red Corvette. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like talking about going too fast or whatever, and it had his you know birth and death date yeah. on it. And people were pointing at that as like, that's how you do it right. right. Yeah. You know, like learn from that. Right. But for it, regular ain't no people. song about Cheerios. No. For regular people, don't don't let people shame you out of listening to this good stuff because... Prince, especially, I mean, you grow up knowing that you're supposed to like Prince. That's how good he was. But when you actually listen to the stuff that he made, I mean, it's it's life-altering. Honestly, it is. Listen to Purple Rain, like the actual album. Just sit down and actually listen to that album. 
It's a masterpiece of 80s pop music. Yeah. Just I full on masterpiece. Yep. So that's just what I'll say to that. So rest in peace, Prince. Let's clink it to the man, the purple one. And then let's get the fuck out of here. This has been the One Bear Podcast. My name is Margo Dupa for Adam Obesity's Rodriguez. Sports with Dave Romero. What's up? Thank you guys for listening. Enjoy Purple Rain and drink delicious beer.